from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast podcast or the podcast whatever you want we're on all sorts of platforms i'm your host for this week because everyone else is busy chuck fitzgerald really going with the a squad here but alongside of me are two of our fantastic rotating commentators from uh steven are you still brexiting or no i'm still brexiting to the end of the year and then it's all go so i did get my black passport through rather my red european one but I am still surrounded by idiots. From the Brexiting uh, Scotland, Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> Indeed. And from the Commonwealth of Virginia for right now? No, that's a big negative. I'm down in the Sunshine State, man. From the Sunshine State, Joe Quattrochi. For those of you who just joined us, aloha and welcome aboard. That sounds like something I really want to hear right now. Well, I guess you haven't listened to any of the shows. I'm trying to use a. I'm trying to be consistent with my taglines now. Well, no, no, I meant the monorail. I want to hear the monorail. Speech. I will be hearing it hopefully this next weekend, I guess. Well, if you do, just give me a call one day and uh, hold the phone up to the speaker. I, I will say this: uh, Tom Kane, who is the voice of the the newer voice of the Walt Disney World transportation system. Also, did sounds like he's done the recordings in the parks about wearing masks and social distancing. So, huge fan of his voice. So, at least when I have to hear that spiel in the parks next week, at least I will be hearing his fantastic voice. So. Hmm. You know, I never actually thought of that. That they would probably try to get someone familiar to give those spiels. I mean, he does. He's been recently for the last, oh my God, but unless probably 10 years or less. Uh, has been the voice of, you know, the monorails and the buses and stuff. So might as well, you know, just call him up. Hey, read this and play it in the parks. So, hmm. okay. So before we get going for this week, we're going to let you know about our sponsors. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, 
their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. Ooh, that Pachinetti, he could sell me on anything. But there's one thing he doesn't need to sell me on, and that is our other sponsor, Wish Upon a Cookie. Now, we've all had these cookies, except for Steven. Sorry, Steven. And they are fantastic. They are um, handcrafted cookies from our friends. They have, I believe, a 3D printer that they make all these cookies on their own. So go on, give them a, a shout out. Let them know the Mickey Dude sent you there on Instagram at wishuponacookie201 and then wishuponacookie.com. Joe, you've you've had these cookies. Steven, I can't include you in this. I'm sorry. No, a, a 3D printer for a cookie. How good is that? Now, just for clarification, they use the 3D printer for the molding, not the yeah. cookie. You're not <laughs> eating plastic. It's a bit chewy, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Although they do do a chewy one. Oh, they do. Yes, they do a little bit of everything. <laughs> cookie and uh, you know what, Stephen? I don't, I don't know how to respond to what you just said. Why don't, you just, why, why don't you just segue to me then? Since <laughs> Joe, you know tell, tell us about cookies, Joe. I, I want to tell you how good they are. So I've had their cookies. They sent us a bunch of samples in the beginning, and they actually are very good. They're a New Jersey-based company, so they're near and dear to my heart. Uh, the best thing about their cookies are, besides they have some awesome designs, if you check out their Instagram page, it's very uh, detailed. They have you know everything from colleges to sports teams, you name it, they do it. I know they um, they don't have a minimum for like their orders. If you place an order online, uh, there is no like minimum where you have to order like you know, two dozen whatever. You can order whatever you want, and their shipping you know is based on like you know the weight and the location, and the time of the order. So you know it will vary. So if you just move for a few cookies or want a small order for a special occasion, they could do it also. I mean their cookies are really good. Um, I mean they're great, you know, a, a great company. We've had them on our show before, and so like I said, if you. We appreciate them supporting us, so we'd love for uh, our listeners to, to support them as well. It's a, a great company to work with. Yes, absolutely. So, like I said, go give them a, a shout-out. Let them know the Mickey Dude sent you over on Instagram, at wishuponacookie201, and then also at wishuponacookie.com. All right, gentlemen, so I'm sure you're wondering why I've called you here this evening. Yes, I don't even know. What's our, what's our topic today? I don't even know. Well, that's actually a fun thing. Because we haven't shared the topics with any of our rotating commentators for the entirety of the month, and that is continuing right now. But, oh, hang on, I, I've just been handed a piece of paper. Was that Heather? <laughs> Did Heather hand it to you? No, no it, it, it came off the news ticker. Oh. All right, hang on, let's... By God. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, there is a giant tsunami heading for Walt Disney World. And uh, apparently we're only able to save one one restaurant, one ride, and one snack item. It's random. From <laughs> well, hey, listen. I don't make the news. I just pick up the piece of paper that was sent to me. And one snack item from a park that's to be determined. But you I'm not telling you what park you have to save things from, and it's not all going to be the same. Does anyone have any questions about that? So I could—I don't have to save everything from the same place. I could move around and save well, various things. No, you will be—you will be moved around by Disney. They're throwing you in an unmarked van, 
and they're telling you to save one thing from a park. But you don't know what park that is until you get there. They're throwing me in an unmarked van going and snatching people off the street. (laughs) Yeah, but the the van kind of looks like Minnie Mouse. What is this, the news? (laughs) I told you it was off the news ticker. The van kind of looks like Minnie Mouse, though, so... It's got polka dots on it. it. It's going to be real easy to spot when they're coming for you. So does everyone understand what you're doing this week? Yes, there, there may be some yeah. uh, questions. I know Stephen will probably have some questions too, right, Stephen? <laughs> I've always got questions. He's a Rangers fan, so it's you know. <laughs> okay, so like I said, this week you are being tasked to save one item of my own determination from a park of the my own determination, and by my I mean the Disney Company, because. I was elected chief dude officer in a landslide. No one had ever seen poll numbers like this. And a tsunami. Yeah, that's actually, that's kind of how we ended up in this situation. There was a, a, a little bit of an issue with the weather and then Chuck got elected to chief dude officer. Best poll numbers I've ever seen. Beautiful polls. <laughs> Is the tsunami and, coming from the Gulf or from the Atlantic side? Because if it's coming from the Atlantic side, my house might be in danger. Well, so they actually just slid over the bubble, so your house is still fine, and it's only going to hit Walt okay. Disney. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay. So, semantics, and I don't really know what kind of tsunami would hit from the Gulf. There's not a lot of open water there, as much as there is in the Atlantic. So I just want to make sure. Yeah, your house <laughs> is fine. All right, okay. so we're going to start with one table service restaurant that you would absolutely save if it's the only thing you can save. Now you are each going to get a park from which to save or Disney Springs. We don't know yet. So Joe, we're actually going to start with you. What table service restaurant from Epcot would you save? Oh, from Epcot. Table service Epcot. Uh, Saving Garden Grill. And now why is that? Well, first of all, the food's actually pretty good there. I mean, I've had both their lunch and I think they have breakfast there or just dinner? They have lunch. Like, like I've done lunch and dinner there. Okay, that was never breakfast though. But uh, the Chippendale Harvest, you know, I, I like that the restaurant rotates. It's very like retro 70s, 80s kind of deal. The food's actually really good there. I like that they bring it to you, even though there's probably no more buffets anymore ever. But um, well, I like that you see the carrot. It's always brought to you there, right? True, yes, it has. But I'm saying, but okay. like for a, char- for a character meal, it's not like Chef Mickey's or anything like that where you actually were. You formerly had to go up to the buffet line. Now they bring it to you family style. But um, but I like the I like the characters. I like the rotating restaurant. I like that you can kind of look down on the people who are on the uh, the land, uh, uh, the living with the land ride. Uh, see what's going on there. Um, and you get multiple interactions with the characters, which I think is always fantastic. It's not just like a one shot deal like at Chef Mickey's. Uh, and like I said, I like it. It's like good hometown, country, American food. Like it's just fun. Now, granted, I'm saying this. Prior to Space 220 opening, I am very intrigued if it, that's ever going to open because I think a space theme restaurant would be awesome. My wife would love that. But since it's not open yet, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was Garden Grill. I just think, even though there's a plethora of restaurants and world showcase to choose from, like La Cellier and I mean, and Chefs de France and all the ones, you but can only pick one. I can only pick one. And just for some reason, the Garden Grill just. It, I think it's got a lot of pros going on for it. The food's good. The ambiance is good. Uh, I just think it's got a lot of pros for me. See, so yeah, I'm going with Garden Grill. 
Stephen, what do you think of uh, Joe's decision here? Never been a garden grill, but it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think with the characters kicking about, and obviously the buildings changed recently, and the characters only get around the top of the the revolving uh, restaurant just now. But oh, okay. yeah, I mean, it's it's one of these things where. I think it is probably better if it was family style rather than uh, a buffet. Anyway, uh, I think it's maybe a wee bit more fresher if it's coming out and somebody's actually serving it to you. But yeah, never actually done garden grill. I've always seen it, you know, when you're going to soar in a living with land. But it is uh, delicious. The, I, w- yeah. I will agree with you on this one, Joe. This is a, a very it. solid choice. And I love, we've talked about this before on, on the other shows. For some reason, as I get older, I love the land pavilion i do i love i love like it's got so many attractions of soren living with the land i love the smell of it i love sunshine seasons i love garden grill i haven't checked out the new uh film in there yet but um i, I just i like it i mean it's it's always a pavilion i enjoy um like i said there's so many very good restaurants in world showcase but i just like being in the land pavilion itself and it's kind of maybe like not the most uh not the most uh, popular choice you know people say how can you not choose la Cellier with the filet and a cheddar sea soup i get it but it's like i think just the ambiance of the land and the characters are just like it's it's just a, it's a fun experience and the food's pretty good so yeah you keep going back to la cellier you've mentioned it three times and i'm not i'm that not going was, down the road that was a very close second place because i do love their filet there i do love their cheddar sea soup there i think it's very a little overpriced but um they do have a very good uh steak and soup there so okay all right now steven the Disney company has thrown you into an unmarked minivan that has polka dots all over it, so don't ask questions. And taking you to Animal Kingdom. What table service from Animal Kingdom are you saving? See, the, the ones that you would normally think of as Tiffin's uh, never been there. You know, and I must admit, I know that's a favorite of all you guys, but... Uh, I don't know, it's just, uh, it's just something that's not there for me. Uh, I know things are going to kick off as soon as I mention this. <laughs> no, you know what? I've never been there. I have only been to, uh, what's the bar attached to it? Uh, no, 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 I've been to Nomad. He had the best poutine I've ever had. Now, our producer tonight, who's in the background, Dave Koch, loves Tiffin's. He's a huge fan of it. Uh, I think it's a little overrated, but... But the food is very good there. Now, Stephen, we know you've never been to Tiffin's because I feel like that trip that we met you on a, a year or so back, I feel like yeah. every time we were in the park, we ate at Satuli Canteen. So I feel like we ate there twice with you. So <laughs> there wasn't time to go anywhere else. We always well, end up at Satuli Canteen eating. So. That is, that is somewhere. I mean, obviously, it's a, a, quick, a quick service yeah. meal. That is gorgeous. And I would rank it. It's probably be a sit-down meal as well. You know, uh, it is that good. But... Uh, not really a lot in Animal Kingdom in relation to sit-down meals. The only other one that we have done is, and I as I said, this isn't going to be a popular idea, right? But I'm going to say Pete Safari. <laughs> Wait a second. Are we calling this a sit-down meal? Look, you sit down, they bring it to your table. Yes, why not? That's that's, that's not that. It's not valid. Yeah, I'm going to avoid that answer, there, Stephen. <laughs> especially somebody who's from Jersey. You know, that's not real pizza either. So I know. 
Apparently, they can't make peel pizza down in Florida. They're covered in the water. Uh, that's true. I don't know where else that really is. And you know, animal I, I know think a lot of them are. I think I'm gonna have to give this one to you. But they it's also have, you know, what else you got? Yak and Yeti. Yeah, Yak and Yeti. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like that as well. Yeah, I picked that one. Then. No, uh, no, no, you, you <laughs> decided to die on the Pizza Fari Hill. Yeah, wait, I think the Pizza Fari, I love it. <laughs> I really like the Pizza Fari, and I know it gets a bad rap, but we went for the family style one uh, that you can book back at five o'clock, and yes, it was uh, a quick service dining credit, but for you know, it was worth it, about £25 a head. But the amount of food you get with that with two people, and obviously it ramps up the more and more people you get onto it. You know, but they just brought pizza after pizza and, you know, dishes after dishes. And it was great. And it's the first time I really had a, a caprese salad. And I never actually knew what a caprese salad was. But see, when I come back here to Scotland, that's all I had for ages. You know, I had that, like, for lunch, you know, as, as an appetizer as well when I'm over here. Loved it. Uh, I just, I just thought it was a really, really nice way to have a, a, a dinner and a sit-down place, and right across from the Otter Grotto as well, which we quite like. But it really is, I wouldn't say the best pizza in the world, but I liked what I had, and yeah, I would say that just as a, as a side option. Okay. Uh, well, having, just just for the folks at home, Stephen. That, you know. Well, let's go. talk about what uh, what you also are letting be swept away by this biblical tsunami. Yep. Yak and Yeti. Uh-huh. Tusker House. Flame yep. Tree. Tiffin's. Flame Tree is not a sit-down meal. Oh, it's not, oh okay. Uh, Steven is just skirting the rules on this one. Pizza oh, Fari family pizza. style is what we're technically going to call this. Yeah. Also, Rainforest Cafe. So, yeah. yeah. Would you pick Rainforest Cafe over anything else? Uh, no. Even Pizza Fairy? <laughs> no. So, yeah. all right, let's, let's make a note it. of that. Uh, Stephen has saved there, Pizza Fairy. Is there any way we could put Pizza Rainforest Cafe as you can get into the park at the site entrance? <laughs> all right, so I'm going to put this out right now. A, pizza, a picture of Pizza Fairy should be on the on our social media <laughs> You know, advertisements for this show. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Someone, someone <laughs> make a note of that because I'm gonna forget. Um, so for what it's worth, the Pizza Fari menu is available between five to seven p.m. nightly, which is now five to six, <laughs> probably four to six, and it includes a non-alcoholic beverage, an appetizer, a dessert, and your choice of pizza or two dishes for your group. The pizza is pepperoni, cheese, pepperoni, and sausage, or plant-based. Now, Stephen, I will say this, and I'm not going to say this too loudly because, you know, Jersey Joe over there. Um, I don't mind the fake Florida pizza. The thicker crust with, the, you know, that real doughy crust. It's good. All right? Nice. It's I'll sponge. say it. It's good. Pizza Rizzo, also good. That's what I'm saying to this. But we get pizzas across here that we deep fry, so I mean, when you put it in perspective, it's not a bad pizza. Should you well, be deep frying pizza? 
No, he should not be. I it's, still say, I still say, Stephen, the best pizza on property, in my opinion, is the Boardwalk Pizza Window. Okay, well, it's a good thing you can't save that, and we're not breaking the rules. Okay. Though I do suppose we could have the top pizzas on property episode next week. That's actually not Ooh. bad. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. All right, so Stephen saved Pizza Ferrari for some reason. Joe saved Garden Grill over at Epcot. And, you know, the nice folks at Disney's, they just asked me to get into this nice minivan. They offered me a nice soda, which I asked for water instead. Um, and they took me over to, you know, <laughs> Disney Springs. So I get to save something at Disney Springs. Now, the question here is, what table service would I want to save at Disney Springs? Would I want to save um, what I'm going to call the Empress Lily because the name just escaped me? Oh, uh, uh, paddle, uh, paddle, 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 paddle. Would I want to save that because it's a boat and it makes the most logistical choice? No. Boat lunch, baby. <laughs> but I am going to another boat-themed restaurant and going to the boathouse. Now, when it comes to actual sit-down meals, I absolutely love boathouse. There's so many different options there. Um, I, I do understand right now they're going off of a little bit of a more condensed menu. Joe, is that correct? Except for the entire back of the menu is alcohol. Yeah, it's one side of the. It's like a paper menu, or I think at least when Jen and I went when it first opened up after this whole ordeal, it was a paper menu, or you could scan your phone, whatever. But yeah, one side was literally all booze, the other side was a shortened uh, menu. They still had like the steaks uh, because they are affiliated or they're owned by what's that famous steak company um, in Chicago? Um, Ork. What? Oh, I'm sorry. In Steakhouse. But, no, it's not Morton's. It's um, I can't think of it now, but it's uh, one of those famous like steakhouse. But their steaks are like very good. But they did have an abbreviated menu when Jen and I went, so it wasn't the full menu that uh that they were uh, used to having. So uh, yeah, but I, I do I believe the dinner rolls are still there. Yeah, I think yeah, the he's doing that just now. They know it just the abbreviated menu until they get back up to some sort of normality. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't think anything's running at full capacity oh. or full uh, kitchen output right now. And by the way, everybody yeah. who's screaming out their headphones right now that I didn't say the name, it's affiliated with Gibson Steakhouse. So Gibson's is like that really famous chain like that's supposedly very good. Um, yeah, they're like a, a they're a affiliate of that. Yes, there you go. So. Now, let's ask this question. Steven, have you ever heard of Gibson Steakhouse? Nope. Never heard the Gibson Steakhouse. Thank you for proving my point. It's very good. Our Midwest listeners are going to not appreciate that. So Yeah, a good Midwest steak. Cooked extra rare, or no, not extra rare, extra well done, served with ketchup on the side. Go ahead, support the, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've saved Boathouse. The uh, The menu's fantastic. Even, well, so I will go off of the, the full menu. It is fantastic. The drinks are very good. The rolls are very good. There's a lot of different options. And then the actual restaurant itself, with it having that waterfront dining, this is going to be great for them. Except it may end up underwater. But it's a boat, so we're going to take the boathouse right there. It'll be fine. Well, does it come with the amphicars? You know what? I made the rules, so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) It comes with the amphicars and the gift shop. So you got three things. It's all attached. Correct. So that is what I'm doing. So just to recap for the first round, the biblical flood has spared because of the kidnapping of the Disney company. Garden Grill, the boathouse, 
and for some reason, Pizza Fari. Yay. Steven is very happy about that one. Listen, everybody, everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. The Disney company saw what we did, and me being chief dude officer that Annie promoted me to last week, once again, it was a fantastic vote. Never seen a vote like this before. I won. You have to take my word for it. Has now decided that we need to save one ride from each park. Now, when I say ride, I mean attraction. It could be any attraction. It could be a ride. It could be an E ticket, an A ticket, a B ticket, a C ticket, a D ticket. Whatever you want to save, it has to be actual entertainment. You can't save a popcorn cart. You can't save a snack house or whatever you want to call it because that's not an attraction for the most part. I will argue that the Dole Whip swirl or the Dole Whip is an attraction in and of itself, but that's a different topic. So, with this one, we're going to start with you, Stephen. You have been whisked away to Disney Hollywood Studios or the MGM Studios. And you now have to save one attraction. And I'm not putting you at Magic Kingdom because I know you'd save Tron. Tron's no built yet. Although I have seen pictures of it and it looks amazing how fast it's going. Okay, well, you know what? You've been taken to Hollywood Studios so you cannot save Tron. Save something over there. I not having been to MGM or Hollywood Studios since... uh, Star Wars has been installed at Galaxy's Edge. I've missed out on that, and I've not done uh, Mickey and Minnie's Burnaby Railroad either. Uh, uh, as I said, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Uh, my favourite attraction on property until, until Tron arrives is the Hollywood Tower of Terror. And funny enough, as we're recording today, uh, it's his anniversary, uh, so it was first opened on the 22nd of July 1994, and I went on it in the first week it opened, uh, which was, we actually held off going to Hollywood Studios at that time. Well, at that point it was still called MGM to make sure that we were actually going to get on to it, and at that time there was only one drop, you know, obviously it's transitioned into multi-drop situation with the the computer just randomising how many drops and falls and rises you get but it is so good you know the theming of it is so good as well I know obviously a lot of them uh, on here have been asking for that to be re-themed because they don't think that uh, the Twilight Zone is a a relevant IP at the moment Uh, obviously the galaxies are sort of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy you'd have been changed over in Disneyland uh, DCA uh, they've went for that sort of element obviously with the the new ride over in Epcot as well with Guardians of the Galaxy I don't think you could have two rides it's the same so I think they should keep it just as it is you know I think the the ambience when you walk into the, the hallway even the gardens you know when the music's playing and then there's uh, the the mist just across all the, the the lovely plants as you're getting up. It just sort of gives it that sort of eeriness. And as you walk into the, the, the foyer and you see the Mahjong table, you know, halfway finished. You know, the, there's dust and there's cobwebs everywhere. 
Uh, there's big tapestries hanging down, uh, and you get into the wee room, and it, all of a sudden it just goes dark. And then you get the wee television telling you the story behind the the Hollywood the, the, the tower. It's just fantastic, you know. You go, you go into the, the sort of basement, you know, in the, the sort of boiler room, and you've not got a clue. But if you didn't know what was happening to you, you wouldn't have a clue, you know, what you were going to be getting into. Uh, the views over the park are fantastic, you know. The way it jumps up and down, it'll leave your stomach, you know, in three different directions at any one point, different from the ones in Paris and in. Uh, Disneyland as well, to the fact that it actually traverses vertically, sorry, horizontally as well as vertically, you know, and there are big storylines and you can actually see, you know, the big eye, you know, coming through, protruding, protruding through the, uh, the sort of cage bit. It's just the way that they've actually themed this and actually thought of this, you know, it's just so iconic in relation to a huge ride which you can see from many a place across property because it's just underneath the 200 uh, foot mark otherwise it would have to have a wee red marker on it for the planes but that's the one I would save and if you'd said to anybody before asking me this they knew, and they know me at all they knew I was going to pick this one So your 20 minutes soliloquy to Tower of Terror means that you're saving Tower of Terror. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No, no, no you're 100 right. We're, we're, <laughs> no. still, we're still recording. <laughs> so you are 100 percent right. I think that is the right answer, even given the fact that um, Hollywood Studios now has Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, I've never ever seen. I've not seen Galaxy's Edge. I've, I've seen. Uh, Smuggler's Run. I'm still trying to hold off. We were meant to be going there in October. Uh, I was trying to hold off seeing uh, Rise of the Resistance until I got there. We're now planned and moved that till March of next year. So I've got another eight months to hold out actually watching anything on video or YouTube or anything like that to actually get there so I can get it first first off. But uh, yeah, I would still pick the tower. I probably still would pick the tower after that. Okay, I, I understand that. Now, Joseph. Yes. You've been whisked away to Animal Kingdom. Pizza Fari's being loaded on a truck for some reason. <laughs> you now have to save one attraction over at Animal Kingdom. What is it going to be? All right, so... Okay, the first thing that came to my mind would be Expedition Everest, but... But... But, I think Joe, gonna, once I, again, picks two things. No, no, no. But I think I think I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be more adult about this. I'm actually going to save the safari because I want to save all the animals. I'm, I'm, I am I am their ark. I'm putting all the animals and whisking them away. Mm-hmm. All the elephants, all the giraffes, all of the gators that are there, all of the endangered species that are reproducing there, and all that stuff. I'm saving them all. I'm saving the safari. Is it because you like the safari or because you want to save the animals? I want to save the animals. Plus, I mean, I mean, I, I'd rather ride Everest any day of the week, but I just want to save the animals. So I want to, <laughs> I'm not going to do that to them. So you but. know it's not about saving the animals, it's saving a 
the ride, right? Well, you told me that there's going to be a tsunami coming in, so I want to do the right thing here, and I want to save the animals. So, okay, so you're both saving the animals and the ride. Yes. Look, now the, there's the, a lot of other animals out is, there. It's good, you know. I mean, ideally, you can go at five different times during the day and have five different experiences. That is true, Stephen. Because, because the animals just do what they want. It's nothing, and, nothing to do with us, you know. They all, just wander about and do what they want. In all seriousness, you've, you've got to go first thing in the morning. I mean, I've written it when they had the DVC party, but like I think back in 2016, they had the uh, member magic like late at night, and we couldn't see anything. Like they had certain spots lit up, whatever, but like they were all like asleep. They're, you know, even the nocturnal animals weren't really that weren't really out. But if you go first thing in the morning, man, they're all before like the real Central Florida heat really hits. I mean, you, you'll get to see a lot of different animals that are out and compared like the middle of the day. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I love I love Everest, man. I love I I'm gonna give like five reasons why I love it. I love the theming of the queue. I got some really cool stuff in there. Uh, even though certain designers don't think that you know it's uh, worthwhile riding more because it's not an IP. Uh, however, though, I'm I'm gonna do the right thing and save the animals at the uh, at, the, at the safari. So, okay, I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, benevolent tonight. So, safari for the animals. Got Kilim- it. Kilimanjaro safari. Let's you know make sure I get the full name in there. So now, which ver- version of the ride are you saving? Little the- Red or after Little Red? Uh, was it the, was Little Red like the first one with like the, the different narrative? The poachers and yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go after that. It's kind of a little depressing. I mean, I, I'm glad. I mean, there was a story beyond, about that and there was a reason why they did that, but the world's got enough depression in it where I don't need, I don't need that. So I'm going to go post. Uh, There's nothing post. more depressing than having a tsunami coming across the border, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I will say this. Every time that, the funny thing was is that every time you ride Kilimanjaro safaris now, right? They tell you about like, um, the mineral that they're they're mining in Africa that makes cell phone batteries and rechargeable batteries. You should try to recycle your phones and recycle your batteries because, you know, it's taking away, you know, the, the parts of, you know, I guess the, in Africa where these animals are living. So the funny thing is, like, I tried to, since I heard that spiel, I tried to recycle my phones, my old recycle, the batteries I recharge, whatever, you know, like the, the portable chargers, like the, the, the you know, the, the fuel rods, whatever that I don't use anymore. I try to recycle those. I bring them to places and people don't even know what to do with them. It's like I try to do the right thing and they still like, they're like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. Like you go to Staples, they advertise like, oh, bring your disposable batteries here. And like, they have no idea what to do with it. So it's just hysterical. So it's like, you try to do the right thing and they don't help you out. But Is this why you're saving the animals? Because you feel bad about your cell phone batteries? I, listen, somebody's got to do something. So I'm saving them. So I'm building Joey's Ark and I'm putting all the animals on that. <laughs> And I'm getting them out of there. So and I'm bringing them over to Volusia County, where it's safe. We're gonna put all of them inside Daytona National Speedway. There's plenty of room in there. There's a lake in there, and uh, they'll all be set inside the racetrack. We'll be good to go. So, yeah, that that brings up next week's episode: Escape from Daytona. Escape from Daytona, exactly. So. All right. So I've been once again very kindly escorted over to Epcot. I don't know why they're treating me so well. Um, and I have to save one attraction over there. Now, there's a, a lot of attractions that I could save. Could I save Horizons? Yes, I could, but I'm not going to because it's gone. Could I save the seas? Once again, yeah, I like animals. You know, dolphins are cool. There's little sharks over there. But, you know, they're water-based, so they're going to survive the, the tsunami just fine. 
But you know what's not? The greenhouse over at the land. So I'm going to save the entire land pavilion. It's awesome. Which, not only does that save um, living with the land and the iconic boat ride narrative delivered by Mike Brussell, yes. friend of the show, it also saves Soren and you know, I just saved the pavilion, so whatever else is in there just goes with it. It just, it's how it works. I'm getting it out. And, well, Joe already took that out, so we're, yep. we're just making it very condensed. Very little moving parts on this one. Um, But the, the land pavilion does have a lot to offer. Oh, wait, isn't there a new movie over there, too, now? Yeah, I don't yep. even know which one's in there, but... Yeah, and some new movie that's over there. Uh, the name is gone. We're great Disney people right now. Um, so the land pavilion is easily going to be the one to save. I mean, test track exists. Great. I I do faster than sixty four point nine miles per hour in my car. I mean, <clears throat> I uh, would like to invoke my Fifth Amendment rights for <laughs> self incrimination. Allegedly. It depends on if you're in a 70, then you're good to go. So When I'm driving in Vir- Northern Virginia and the speed limit is, in fact, 70, I have g- gone faster. Nowhere okay. else in the world have I done that, except in 70-mile-per-hour zones. <clears throat> Anyways. You're good, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's fine. No, no laws have been broken in this episode of the Mickey Dudes podcast. That's right. So the land is great. Test track is eh, all right, but... You get that anywhere. And Mission Space just makes people sick. Now, Spaceship Earth is what a lot of people... Is what my first thought was. Um, But the refurb that is now not going to happen really hurts that. We're all very concerned about the refurb. But it's kind of been left to the wayside. And now we just have what we have without anything being fixed. So Living With The Land will also provide us food and we can change out the film and get the original Soaring Over California. Yeah, which I think was a little better than the, the monstrosities have got any other night. I don't mind what, what's there now. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think Soaring Over California was really, really good. The other one, uh, The Land Pavilion, is Awesome Planet, the new, the new film. I believe that is also on Disney+. Plus. Okay, Joe, do you have anything to add about saving uh, the Land Pavilion? No, I like it. I mean, I, I said this before when we were talking about Garden Girl. I just, I love, I love that whole pavilion. I just love the way it smells. I love the attractions in it. I mean, I love, like, I, I even like every, every time I walk up and I just look at the murals on both sides and just look at the detail that went into making those murals. I mean, you see something new every, every time. I mean, it's just, it's an all around, I mean, it's, it's one of the better pavilions in future, well, we still call it a future world. I don't know. It's future world. It's future um, world. It's still future world. It's like, you know, it's neighborhood things are still confusing. But until it's done, there's still future world. But, um, you know, but I, I just think it's an all-around great pavilion. I think we've done a great job of saving that side of uh, Epcot Center. Uh, future. I think it would be future world. What is that? Let's see. It would be west. It's future world west. So... Um, I agree with you. I think it's a great choice. And I mean, in regards to the, the different Sorens, um, the attractions are still like the, the music is mostly still the same. So as long as it's look at the, that fantastic soundtrack, um, you know, 
I'm, I'm good to go with it. So, yeah, it it does. Um, all right. So to recap, over or excuse me for the ride section, the attraction section. I have saved the Land Pavilion because it is an attraction, not just a single ride. Steven has saved Tower of Terror, and Joe, the philanthropist, has saved the animals at uh, Kilimanjaro Safari, and the notes do say, for the animals. That's right. Talking about saving the animals, I've seen a couple of videos recently for the land, and as you're going through the, uh, the tank area with the fish, normally uh, there's a, a few fish in it. You know, there's not a hell of a lot every time I've been, but I think because the amount of folk that are not going to the restaurants just now, every time I see somebody going through the land boat ride through the, the tank situ the tank bit, there's fish everywhere. You know, <laughs> it's as if, I mean, I know obviously they use the sustainable fish to try and, you know, put into the restaurants as well, but I've never seen so many fish in these tanks in any time I've ever been there. So obviously they're... Their fishing rods are not working as well as they should, and obviously there's no hell of a lot of folk going to the restaurants just now to actually, you know, keep the sustainable fish sustained. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I always just see the the Mickey that's inside the tanks, like the I don't know if it's like All a right. rope or a towel or something. I don't know what's going on in there, but whatever it is, uh, you need the hose. The pumpkins as well. The pumpkins, you know, and the Mickey shapes as well. That's really good. Okay, so we have one more topic right now of things to save, and we are going to save a counter service. Uh, except for Pete Safari, which Stephen already saved. Once again, we're not entirely sure why. Uh, all right, so counter service. Joe, we're going to start with you. You have been blindfolded in the back of the minivan and taken over to Magic... Wow, that got dark. And taken over to Magic Kingdom. What counter service are you saving over at Magic Kingdom? Oh, man, this is a tough one, man, because, I mean, there's, believe it or not, I like the counter service at the Magic Kingdom. I, you know, I love Casey's, I love Cosmic Rays, I love Pecos Spills, but you know what, man? I'm, I am, I am a fan of Cosmic Rays. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's still the purple and green, which I know they're phasing out. I've seen the new chairs and stuff they put in there, but... I, I, I like the base system. I love uh, what's the thing that pops out of the floor? Um, Eclipse. Having, thank you. Why am I having such a, a bad night tonight? I, I watch back. He's I know. back. Honestly, I know. It's, it's, see the fact that they take him away for so long. I think obviously it was down, and they couldn't affect some. But obviously this time of down period because of the. Uh, the situation we're in just now. He's back and he's singing and it's great. He's awesome. It, what's funny is like I've actually watched um, uh, some video and uh, pictures of like when actual people used to come out of the stage, you know, back in the '70s and stuff. It was it was pretty cool. But um, I think the food's not bad there. Yeah, the burgers aren't the best. Now, granted, when you used to go to Cosmic Rays, the fixins bar was half of the fun. Now, post COVID, I don't, that's probably not there anymore. So, <laughs> don't know how good it's going to be. But the reason why I love it, I love Tomorrowland. I love it that you could sit outside, inside. There's plenty of seating in there. You never have to fight for it. It's an air conditioned spot. I love the cheesy 80s slash 90s Tomorrowland kind of theming, even though they're kind of rotating it back over to a more plain white, solid white kind of clean theming. But still love it. I like it that it's easy to mobile order. 
Um, they push all the to one side, so the mobile ordering is super easy there. Unlike Pecos Bills, even though the food's pretty good at Pecos Bills, it's hard to find a seat in there. It's it's dark. Um, there's just a lot more positives going on. So yeah, I'm always a fan of Cosmic Rays, and like I'm like Steven, like I could sit there and watch Sunny Eclipse play, even though I forgot his name five minutes ago, and I could giggle and get a kick out of it, and it's cheesy, and I love it, and it's it's what Disney's all about. It's about being cheesy and being fun and where adults are still kids and that's what Sunny Eclipse is about. So yeah, I'm, I'm staying with Cosmic Rays. Although, like I said, you can never go wrong with some corn dog nuggets at Casey's too. Oh, so good. But there's more positives at Cosmic Rays. Um, are you choosing two again? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not. I'm just, just making a like, sidebar. <laughs> I must, I must say that. It's just, uh, it really is a, it's a good restaurant. Uh, you're saying about the burgers. Burgers are pretty standard right across the board. Yeah, they're not. But they do chicken and ribs as a sort of combo with uh, green beans and uh, mashed potato. The mashed potato and the, the amount of folk that have said you're to right, me, man. That's, there's a good amount of food mashed potato. Aye, the, the best. They've said it's the best mashed potato they've had like, on, in any sort of theme park, uh, and it, it's really good. It's a really substantial meal. It's not dear. You know, as, as you say, it's never that busy. You know, so, and the stuff gets retreated really, really fast. I mean, I know Jeff was saying about the food and wine the other day, the fact that there was that little folk there just now, that the the food was under the heat lamps for too long. But any time, obviously at a different time, but every time I've been to, uh, we were talking Waka, waka, waka. Every time I've been, <laughs> every time I've been there, uh, the the food's really fresh and it's really really nice. Yeah, and and Stephen, I completely, like I said, I completely agree with you, man. For like the 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 chicken combo, like the amount of food you get for the price, it's a decent amount of food. Like, yeah. I mean, you you could order like off the kids menu and be full. So, uh, I know Jen and I have ordered two adult, you know items off the menu we had so much like the amount of fries that they gave you is like it's like my god i'm like it was it was so much it was ridiculous so uh and also too is if i correct me if i'm wrong you could still buy the plastic ballpark cheese there as well so anytime you could dip cheese into like, anything you buy there it makes it even that much better so cheese does make everything better yeah ballpark cheese does absolutely right right yeah yeah plastic cheese all right so Joe, you ended up picking Cosmic Rays, I think? Yes, yes. Okay. I, I'm, yeah, it's a firm Cosmic Rays, yes. All right. Steven, you've been whisked away to Epcot. You have one counter service to choose to save. What are you saving? Uh, there is that many in Epcot. I mean, obviously, there's that many different lines there. Uh I did used to like the electric umbrella, and I know obviously it was I'll accept that as an answer. I was just a generic burgers and stuff like that, but I always always drew me there for lunch. Uh, that was an acceptable meal. I was really going in there, really liked that. Obviously, they've shut that down now, as well as most most everything in the center of the the park as soon as you walk in. Uh, but I would maybe go to the New Mexico Pavilion. Uh, we went there the last time, and the food you get in there is equivalent to the stuff you actually get inside the Mexican Pavilion. You know, so I would I would go there. Mexican stuff, I know, is pretty easy to sort of batter out. 
but it is tasty. You know, it's one of the things that you can actually, uh, you're not going to go wrong with. And just get them to slap on some of the uh, the chilies and the wee packets as well. And it also just spices everything up. Uh, I do like, I know obviously this might fall into something else, but going to the France Pavilion, you know, and getting some food over there. Uh, not as if it's supposedly food, but uh, ice cream, but we'll come to that later on. But I do like the Mexican Pavilion. I think the tacos and the, the burritos and stuff it is a, a hearty meal. And even when you're looking at it, when you, you, you stand in the queue, you get your stuff, you start to look down, and it doesn't look a hell of a lot. But once you start eating it, you know, it really fills you up. And it's, as I said, it's, it's really tasty. It's what, and you look across the lagoon as well. You know, it, it's good to do just prior to a possible fireworks. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, the tsunami's uh, going to put out the fireworks. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're sitting here at the right time, just before the tsunami hits, if the fireworks ever come back, uh, it's a good place to sit, you know, and just take in the fireworks at the same time. But uh, that would be my choice in, in Epcot. Okay. All right. So I've been tasked with saving a counter service over at Animal Kingdom. And this one is really a no brainer. I am saving Pizza Fart. Just kidding. I'm, no, don't say that. <laughs> um, I am going to save Flame Tree Barbecue. Nice. Um, it, it has got some of the best food on property for any type of counter service. Um, I did consider Satuli Canteen, but Flame Tree. Hands down is the better option. It does also have, uh, I want to say, barbecue pulled pork french fries. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Nothing more American than cheese on top of meat on top of fried potatoes. Yes. All right. So once again, to recap, we have saved so far Garden Grill for Epcot at and Joe, Stephen we still don't know why he saved Pizza Fari. I saved Boathouse for our table service. For our attractions, I have saved the Land Pavilion and all that goes along with it. Stephen has saved Tower of Terror. And Joe saved the animals. Newest member of the WWF over at the Kilimanjaro Safari. <laughs> and finally, for our counter service, Joe saved Cosmic Rays. Steven uh, saved the Mexico Pavilion, and I saved Flame Tree. Now, gentlemen, I, I would say we've done a good job at continuing the Walt Disney World post-tsunami. But we're missing one thing. What are we missing, folks? A hotel. A snack. A snack. We're not saving hotels. There's plenty of those. I love resorts. You know that. Come on. That's true. But we're going to save a snack. Now, there's no where can you get this. There's no specific park. But we're going to do this rapid fire. Joe, what snack are you saving? Citrus swirl. That's the wrong answer. Steven, what's the, what snack are you saving? The coconut ice cream in the France Pavilion at Epcot. Mm -mm. That's a very specific answer. Very specific. Co coconut um, white, white chocolate ice cream. <laughs> so delicious. Okay. Well, I am going to get the uh, brioche. I'm going to, excuse me, save the brioche ice cream sandwich also at the France Pavilion. Yeah, yeah, you get that that bread that's... Oh, it's so good. So good. Hmm. So oh, kind of like thick. I like oh, that, I have that a, too. 
I'm kind of having second thoughts now. Yeah. Yeah, this is the yeah, yeah citrus swirl I, was the wrong answer. No, I love the citrus swirl, <laughs> but like I'm also thinking like, well, actually, regular food too. I'd like to save the uh, the pot stickers over at a uh, at a Tampu Lounge, mm. the ones the ones you can get at Ohana. Those are fantastic. Well, you've made your bed now, laying it. Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right. So, gentlemen, we have saved Walt Disney World, and it will continue to live on in our choices. How do you feel about your choices? I feel pretty good. I, I saved a lot of lives tonight, a lot of animals' lives. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> I yeah, that's nights, man. Sunny Eclipse. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, animals, Sunny Eclipse, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Chippendales harvest uh, harvest dinner. It's been a great night. So, yeah. Savior uh, Joseph over there. So we're actually going to wrap up this week. So thank you all for joining us. But before we head out, we're going to throw it around to the guys to have them tell us where they could be found. Joe, we'll start with you. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Joe Quiet. You can find me over at resortloop.com's DVC Roundtable. And if you're at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida, this coming week or whenever the show is released, I should be at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House for some few nights. Uh, first time staying there. Uh, so really looking forward to a little bit of uh, teleworking from uh, my hotel room. So fantastic. Perfect. Steven, where can they find you? Yeah, you can get me on Instagram and on Twitter at SJM Disney. Fantastic. I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. And we could all be found on Twitter and Facebook at the Mickey Dudes and Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. So thank you all for joining this week. Joining us this week. We will see you all next week with another exciting episode that no one knows what it's going to be. just listened to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon